You're listening to the Restless Millennial Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Restless Millennial, the voice of the motivated youth. Now, before we get into today's show, I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about my experience doing this podcast so far. So honestly, I started this podcast about two months ago just because, you know, I wanted to kind of improve my personal brand, I guess, but I had no idea how great of an experience it would be. You know, guys, I've learned so much about, you know, new businesses. I met so many great people and learned about their awesome businesses. And this podcast has just really helped me improve my overall speaking ability, improve myself. And it has allowed me to build my personal brand and my personal network to a level that I didn't even think was possible. So if no matter what industry you're in, no matter what kind of work you do, I think everybody should do a podcast because one, it's really easy to produce. You know, everyone has SoundCloud, everyone has Spotify, everyone has iTunes. And um, anyone can create content for social media, right? So creating a podcast is not something that's super time consuming and it doesn't cost a lot at all. You know, anything in some cases, you know, you can rent out mics no matter where you are. But um, yeah, it's such a great experience and everyone should do it. But um, let's talk about today's show, guys, because we do have a good show for you to mark our 10th episode. Joining us in the Restless Millennial is a kid named Lucas. Now, Lucas is a 21-year-old from Markham, Ontario who is the CEO of a business called Sleep Future. And what Sleep Future is doing is creating a new kind of bed, a bed that's kind of not out there on the market that is good for people's backs and, you know, will help people who suffer from problems related to sleep uh, in terms of like muscle soreness or even back issues. Because when Lucas was trying to figure out what kind of a business to start, he thought of his dad because his dad had always worked in construction his whole life and suffered from back problems. So, Lucas wanted to find a kind of solution to people who are not only suffering back problems now, but you know, to help prevent people from having back problems related to sleep in the future. So Sleep Future's mission is to revolutionize sleep, and they're really doing that with this new kind of ergonomic bed they have in development. And honestly, Lucas is such a great motivated individual. You know, he's reached out to so many experts in the industry, and he really, really is filled with a passion and desire to make a change in the world. And you guys will definitely, you know, feel that when you're listening to this podcast. And if anything, you'll learn a lot more about sleep that you didn't know before. And you might even change some of your sleep habits because of this podcast. I know I might. So yeah, check it out, guys, and enjoy. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of The Restless Millennial, the voice of the motivated youth. Today, we've got another guest, another day, another guest. Today, Lucas Piccolo. Did I pronounce it right? Uh, you know, it's. It, I should have asked you before we started this how to pronounce your last name. But. It's okay. Some people say Picciolo, Picciolo, but it doesn't really right. matter. Yeah. So it's Italian. 100%. Yeah. All right. So Lucas is joining to, joining TRM today to talk about his business, which is Sleep Future. So Lucas is kind of designing a new kind of bed that's not out there uh, on the market, at least. So his bed is kind of designed to help people with back problems or people who are younger and don't want to have back problems in the future. You know, it's a bed that's going to, you know, stop that from happening. So first of all, first question I want to ask you in the podcast is what inspired you to get into like the sleep industry, if you can call it that. I don't know if it's really the sleep industry, but yeah, what inspired yeah. you to design a bed? Yeah, so absolutely. So um, my dad has had back problems for my whole life. And, you know, I didn't know I was going to study sleep and like contact sleep researchers and, and look at all these uh, this data for sleep. But my dad has had back pain for my whole life and I always wanted to help him uh, without the use of pharmaceuticals or surgery because I saw what those effects are and what the human body does with uh, pharmaceuticals. It's not good. Um, so I started researching and I found that sleep is the only uh, time that your body recovers muscle, right? It, it's the only time that 
you're actually getting younger, right? When you're awake, you have the uh, you're you're slowly actually getting brain damage when you're awake. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So um, when you're sleeping, it's the only time you're actually clearing those protein cells in between the brain cells and uh, recovering and regenerating muscle tissue, bone tissue, and um, cartilage. Right. So after doing a lot of research on sleep, I found that I could help my dad in this in this way. I could. Uh, if he sleeps in the optimal posi- position, in the best position possible, possibly his his back could be his back could get a little bit better, right? Because mm-hmm. you know a full um, recovery is really really hard. But even just a little bit better for people with that have back pain out there, it's, it 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 takes a lot out of you. So, like and what's yeah. what's um the, what's the, like the problem with the beds that are designed today? What, what issues are there with like the current mattresses that are on the market? Yeah, yeah. so uh, on the market right now, it's, it's, the beds are all designed the same, um, and that design is your body sinks in, right? So whatever position your body is in, that's the way you will recover the muscle. That's the way that uh, the muscle will, will stay and grow. Uh, so with that being said, there's no restriction. There's no encouragement. There's no, you're not encouraging the body to sleep in an optimal position. You're just letting it do what it wants. So what is an optimal position? Yeah, it's it's basically straight, right? If it's uh, you if you look at so your spine straightens out automatically when you go when you stand up, mm-hmm. right? Right. When you when you on your when you're sleeping, it actually the gravity has a different way of pulling the the bones apart. So if you're if you're sleeping not in a straight position in a solid position, we find that mattresses are a lot too soft. And I did a, I did a uh, a um, kind of uh, what's it called what's it a uh, survey yeah okay I had to think about that survey with over 150 people and I'd say 65% of the people preferred harder sleeping surface and that's natural right as humans we were raised on the ground mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't make sense that for the only the past 200 years we've been sleeping on these extremely soft um, commercialized sleeping surfaces just to make money uh, it's not how our bodies were designed, and it's it's uh, certainly not good for the body. I think I read on your website that you have something there about the way Japanese people sleep. Yeah, with like mats. Yeah. So like that's that's like what you're talking about. Like a, a hard surface is actually good for your body. Absolutely. Because like when back problems happen when you sink into the bed, right? Is there are there any good soft beds on the market, or are all soft beds bad? Like, I believe that all soft beds are bad. Yeah. That's that's my belief. Uh, mm-hmm. After the research I've done of about the spine, after talking to spine researcher for over thirty years experience, um, the sinking aspect does not do justice. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, the Japanese people sleep on on tatami mats and futons. Right. Um, it's better for the body. So when you're sleeping on a mat, a very soft mattress, your bones are pressing pressing against the soft tissue. Right, and that mm-hmm. that cuts off your circulation. Um, oh, excuse me, I got a <laughs> no worries. Yeah, a little bit sick. But what about in terms of like comfort? Like you know, some people would argue that sleeping on a hard, although it's good for you, it's not as comfortable as sleeping in a soft bed. You know, like how can you make a kind of harder bed more comfortable in a sense? I think it's it's just because that human. Well, you were raised on a soft mattress yeah. for your whole life. You, you're not used to sleeping on a hard surface, which is actually good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese people have been raised on hard sleeping surfaces, and they literally don't even use pillows. They mm-hmm. use neck blocks. Yeah. They don't use pillows, right? So, keeping and in, in Japanese culture, self awareness is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you're self aware how you sleep, 
it's it's the ultimate recover uh, recovery and and that you can do for your body. Um, yeah. So like, what what is effective sleeping uh, according to you? Because like, there's some entrepreneurs out there. Let's use entrepreneurs as an example. A lot of busy entrepreneurs only sleep like four or five hours a night. You know, if that, and some people can function at full you know capacity with only sleeping a few hours. Like, is there any way to like? sleep well enough that you could only have to sleep a few hours a night so there are definitely different types of people and everything i say is just regurgitated I, it's not like i'm making this stuff up mm-hmm. i've been learning it and exactly i'm, I'm, I'm just I actually ask you after how you learned all this yeah absolutely because <laughs> yeah, well, i don't think there's like a course in school on like sleep studies well here. i'll answer that really quickly <laughs> right now it's called the uh it's called the University of the Internet. It's completely yeah. free. You can learn whatever you want, anytime you want. And I'll tell you this. Schools are telling students to go on the Internet and learn anyways. Yeah. So do it by yourself. It's very easy. Wikipedia is a good tool. I always said that in school. Wikipedia is the best tool for researching. But they say it's bad. They don't it, let you, you cite it in, in essays and stuff. It's, you know what, it's, it's amazing. And, and after you research and, and you yeah. get so many things that say the same thing, it's like, oh, okay, that, yeah, that sounds right. true. Yeah, it must be right, right? <laughs> so, um, so back to the question. Yeah, like, yeah. Can people get three or four hours of sleep a night and right. still get quality sleep right. and still function at full capacity? So I guess the answer to that would be there's two, there's two types of sleepers. So there's yeah. the night owl and the, the morning bird, right? Yeah. Um, tr- that's, that's based on uh, tradition on, on, on our cultures. Mm. If you want to protect your tribe for the optimal amount of time, uh, if everyone goes to bed at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. and wakes up at 7 p.m. or, or 7 a.m., uh, the tribe has, has been left alone for eight hours. Mm-hmm. If you went, if someone went to bed at 2 a.m. and someone woke up at 6 a.m., you only have four hours of uh, time that you can. The tribe is under attack. Four hours, right? F- yeah. Unprotected, yeah. I should say. Um, saying that, there are different people that that can um, sleep for. A, a certain amount of time some people it's nine hours some people it's seven hours or six hours uh, it's completely up to the person um, but what the professionals do say seven to nine hours uh, of quality sleep it doesn't matter the length but if the quality is not there meaning sleeping in a cooler surface uh, a cooler atmosphere and um, sleeping on a solid surface you'll get mm. a much better quality sleep than sleeping on a soft warm surface mm. right a lot of people say that like using your phone before bed too affects your sleep. How does it act? Does it actually affect you like the way you, the quality of your sleep? I guess absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So our bodies have a natural twenty-four hour clock, mm-hmm. and with all this artificial light in everyday activities, yeah. even street lights, mm-hmm. your body, your body thinks that it's still sunlight. Your body thinks that it's still during the daytime. So oh, okay, so it doesn't shut off as easy. It doesn't shut off as easy, and. Um, that's one program I've I've actually started. It's called the Miracle Morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it basically teaches you to leave your phone outside of the bedroom with the alarm at six forty-five in the morning, uh, and do your morning routine, and don't look at your phone for an hour. So I find that it that really helped my my awareness. So you started doing that as well. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, life changing. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So you think people shouldn't have their phones like right beside their bed? I don't think so, no. I'm yeah. guilty of that too. Like first thing when I wake up in the morning, like I grab my phone right away. And it's the last thing I do before I go to sleep too. And so, sometimes I wake up as well and I feel like it had an effect on my sleep. Absolutely. Because, you know, sometimes when I don't have, it, it's just, you know, it's it's like anxiety too, right? And you have your phone there. It's like you're always plugged in. Whereas like, you know, before you go to bed, you should kind of 
unplug. Yeah. Get ready to let your body, like, you know, naturally wind down, right? Absolutely. And to go further on yeah. that, what you should do when you go go to bed and wake up yeah. is stretch, yawn, right? Yawning is basically like a burst of energy for your brain, a burst mm-hmm. of blood into your brain. Really? Uh, yeah. And um, stretching is the same thing. As soon as you wake up and you feel tired and sore, stretch. Get the, get the, get the blood in your muscles. Let it out, right? You... you you wake up a lot easier. It's not like your blood is all very, very... You have to think about when you're yeah. sleeping. It's very, very low heart heartbeat, very, mm-hmm. very calm. Everything's calm. As soon as you stretch, you get all that muscle bursting in your body. And so that's why you don't want to get up in the morning because you're at that you know level, right? Exactly, yeah. So just a little stretch, will you'll be surprised how much it affects Instead you. Instead of just, you know, splashing yourself with cold water or something like that. <laughs> you could, whatever works. Are alarms bad for sleep? Like like alarms that like wake you up yeah yeah at a certain time are they actually bad for you know, in terms of getting I'll definitely close? touch on that yeah, yeah. so I've read like reading yeah. about sleep like you're is, like a sleep encyclopedia it's man. amazing <laughs> dude it's literally the best job ever like it's, yeah. it's amazing so uh y- y- no you should not have a, yeah. a, an alarm so w- humans are the only species on this planet that deprive themselves of sleep. We are the only people that wake ourselves up, right? And that's only been happening for 100, 150, 200 mm-hmm. years, right? Yeah. It took millions of years to wake up naturally and not and have this energy in your body when you yeah. wake up. We're destroying that year by year. And you can see depression rates are going up. Alcoholism is going up. Alzheimer's going up. Uh, depression. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, all, all this stuff is directly linked to sleep deprivation. Yeah. If you get less than seven hours of sleep, your chance of dementia goes up by 50%. 50%. Your, your chance That's of... crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So the stuff we do know about sleep is scary. The yeah. stuff we don't know about sleep uh, is unknown. So sleep is just so important. Yeah. Yeah. So how many hours, like you said, seven hours, seven to nine hours is a good amount. And like... You cannot, if you get less than that, there is no way that you can, you know, still get the right amount. Like, it's different for it's different for each person, right? Yeah. And so one thing to mention, I think, is... Like, what if someone's using your bed and they only sleep in it for four hours, you know, and, and they're getting those four hours of quality sleep? Like, is that enough? Like, over a long period of time, are you still going to feel the effects of not getting enough sleep over over time? So, right? as of now, we're, we're creating our, our, main, our production molds. Right. In the future, we plan to do studies. We, I'm working with a sleep specialist. To, to see if it has an effect. Okay. To see if it has an effect. And we're hoping that it does. The position of sleep affects the quality of sleep. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, right? right. Um, so, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely progressing. It's, it takes a long time for medical research. Yeah. So we're 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 really. So you started the process already. Yeah, we yeah. definitely started the process. Um, it's just a long, long time of, of research and government. Yeah. Fund, government has right. a Canadian government has a lot of funds for R and D. Uh, so whatever your engineers or your researchers spend, you can get twenty five to fifty percent back. Really. So I'm working on that process as well. It's a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of processes. But so, where, yeah. are you thinking of like selling these beds like on your own website or like through your own company, or selling them to like retailers like Sleep Country and stuff if they're willing to take them on? So, definitely not Sleep Country, not Sleep yeah, Country, yeah. because they're they're making the beds that you don't like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, definitely, definitely not Sleep Country. Yeah. But my, what the intern, what my intern has been yeah. working on is calling all physiotherapy and and chiropractic right. okay. clinics in Toronto. Um, if they buy two or three units per clinic. You know, 70% of them said, absolutely, we, we'd love to buy products, right? 
Um, so I think that's a great way of organically growing. And instead of me selling uh, the, the beds, um, let the doctors sell the beds uh, mm-hmm. for me, right? A, a more reputable person in, in the industry selling the bed, saying, yes, I approve this bed, yeah. right? Without, maybe, yeah. Have you even hospitals maybe even look into that? Yeah. I've gotten literally everything. Yeah. As When I went to Montreal Startup Fest, yeah. so many people were, were interested. People were saying, you know, what about homeless people? What about bomb sh- oh, like wow. shelters uh, for, for natural I disasters? Think about that, yeah. There's so many routes. There's so many avenues. Uh, we want to help a lot of people sleeping and also educating people about sleep. Yeah. So uh, what kind of things are you doing to educate people about sleep? Well, something like this is a, a beautiful education. Oh, 100%. Piece. I didn't know half the things you just said about sleep. Yeah. So I think this is a great way to communicate with real people on the other side of the camera and the microphone. And... Um, it's, it's really great. Also with uh, posts, uh, uh, with sleep specialists, with mm-hmm. uh, chiropractors and, and spine specialists. Um, also in the future, we want to write, we want to write, we're, we're still figuring out what our website should be and like mm-hmm. what it should look like. But um, I definitely want to have a, a, like a help center. Like right. I have this, this sleeping problem. Like a forum, right? Where people can put questions and get answers. I like, would love it. I would absolutely. or something. Absolutely. Yeah. For sleep. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think it's crucially important for life. Mm-hmm. Sleep. So every live, living creature on this planet right. sleeps in some, uh, some uh-huh. form. So I think that's really, really interesting. So maybe your ultimate goal is to solve insomnia. <laughs> a, I would I would love to tr- I would love to tackle it I would love yeah, to yeah absolutely. for sure so what are some things that you're doing right now to kind of get your message out I know you said you've been posting on social media but what um, what specialists are you working right now in, in the kind of sleep industry or physiotherapy industry yeah uh, I'd say w- another way too is talk to everyone you can talk to yeah, get that word out there network go to uh, LinkedIn events go to Startup Fest get out there and spread your message real people like this is what is what relationships are built on, right? Yeah. Um, but um, what was the other question again? Uh, how are you spreading the word? Like uh, you're um, sorry, no, you're uh, the specialist you're working yeah. with. Like what 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 kind of specialist are you working with? Who are you working with? Yeah, now, absolutely. So uh, I'm working with a sleep specialist that's worked at Sick Kids for uh, 12 years, and also a spine doctor. Uh, he goes by the nickname Doctor Spine. Doctor Spine. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> Is um, his last name Spine or no? That's no. just his nickname, right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Stuart McGill at um, uh, University of Waterloo. He he just retired. He's he's been researching for 30 plus 30 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, he treats NFL players, UFC fighters, Olympic athletes. People fly out mm-hmm. to his house and get um, get checked out. So that's fun. Um, also, the engineer I'm working with has 40 years of ergonomic experience. Oh, wow. So he designs chairs like we're sitting on. He designs actually chairs. Um, Hopefully better chairs. These ones are uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, his designs are amazing. His facility is amazing. The people are amazing. Um, I think, and I think that's important. How did you get in contact with him? With the engineer? Yeah, the LinkedIn events as well. No, 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 no. That actually took some some like digging and yeah. kind of work. So I'll tell you the story. It's a pretty funny story. Sure. So it's uh, so I made the prototype. I made my bed, and I wanted to reproduce it because I st- I started getting uh, feedback, and it, and people actually wanted the bed. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, mattress wholesalers. I asked, you know, can you do this for me? Can you make multiple? Can you make hundreds? And um, the answer was no. Like no one could make this weird shape yeah. that was that's never been done, right? But at the third at the third wholesaler I went to, uh, he recommended I talk to this company in Etobicoke, and I called the company. It was Sunday at like three p.m. It was right. a really really like weird day, yeah. 
Sunday at 3 p.m. and I was in Vaughn area. I called I called the production manager, and he said, "Hey, what's up? Uh, you know, wh- what do you yeah. want?" Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, um, "You know, I'm 20 years old. I was 20 at the time. I'm 20 years old, and I want to uh, I want to develop this product. I've been de- developing beds. I've been researching sleep. I'd like to come in and talk to you and tell you about the product." And he was like. Oh, you know, it's uh, it's Sunday. We're 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 about to go home and pack up. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, man, 15 minutes of your time, I will be right out the door. I'm 20 minutes away. I'll be there. I'll be <laughs> you there. gave him your sales pitch. I was. I had nice. to get in, right? Yeah. And he said, eventually, he said yes. So um, I went for a tour of the factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, he liked. He loved the idea and the design, and they said we can absolutely help you. Come back for a meeting with the head engineer, and that's that. We had a. We had a meeting with the production manager and the head engineer, and it was gold, like gold. It was amazing. So how much interest have you kind of generated so far? And, and when can people expect to like see these beds for sale? Yeah, so the interest has just been un- yeah. unreal because I think every single person you know or someone you know has had back pain and yeah. has had sleeping problems, yeah. right? Myself included, yeah. Yeah, so a, a lot of people have been have had this problem and actually talking about the problem is yeah. interesting yeah. because we never really talk about this problem. No. So um, we're, tr- we're really, really pushing for a month to two months of uh, er- uh, early adopters. So we're gonna do like around 100 units at 40% off for our early adopters have it a cohort. How much, a, how much are they going for, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, so we're we're thinking about pricing them at um, three ninety nine. Uh, you know, a lot cheap cheaper than uh, any any mattress on the market. Oh yeah. And for um, sure. but for our early adopters, again, 40 percent off at around two twenty uh, would would be probably what we're hoping to do because mm-hmm. we want to. It doesn't make sense why mattresses are $1,000. It no, does not make some sense. Some of them are even more. I think the one my parents just bought was like $3,000. It does it's not crazy. make sense. And for people that live in small areas, the real estate consumed by by the mattress does yeah. not make sense. No. If you have a one-bedroom apartment, downtown Toronto, Montreal, San Francisco, you're paying for that real estate. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a very expensive bed that it you is, have. Right? <laughs> if you can fold up your bed, put it in the closet... And then start working or do your gym activities or do something with that space. It's much more useful than sleeping on this big yeah. rectangle cube, right? Oh, so your bed folds as well? Yeah, it's fully You know what that's, that's going to do? That's going to create a lot of less havoc when people move, right? Because mattresses are like the worst thing to move, when you're, when you're, especially when you're trying to get them down like a spiral staircase, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, I actually have a client who yeah. actually wants one because he has a spiral staircase. Yeah, it's literally impossible. Like every time I've moved like five or six times in my life and every time we've moved, that the mattress is a problem getting it down the stairs. Yeah, and right. it's pretty funny that you mentioned that. I was I was going into a meeting and I saw I see these with with the bed in yeah. one arm, right? And I see these guys. They're like they're like wrestling a bed in. I'm just yeah. like I'm there with one hand. Like yeah, you can fold this thing up, carry it like a briefcase, and yeah. just you know. So it's fun down yeah. the stairs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you guys, you started this company a year ago, about right? So yeah. if you look over uh, at the past year, what has been the most fulfilling part of being an entrepreneur so far to you? That's a tough question. What are some things that you've loved about it? Maybe yeah. that's a better question. Yeah, there's mul- there's definitely not one. You can't put it. No, of course. Yeah. It's, it's such a great thing. And I encourage everyone watching and listening to this podcast, do what you want to do with your life. It's so fulfilling. 
anything that you love doing, people will respect you. And it's just amazing. So I would say, to answer your question, yeah. the people like the people. you, meeting people like you, <laughs> getting to go to these LinkedIn events and, and going to startup events, meeting other entrepreneurs that are passionate about helping other people. If your product or business does not help other people, there's no point for your, your product or business, right? So the people is huge, right? The places you will go for business is huge. You start your own business, you will travel all over the city. You'll meet people you never thought you would meet. And it's, it's crazy. I, I believe as soon as you project something into the universe, the universe will work its way up and, and, and do that for you. Mm-hmm. So project, as, project everything positive. Don't do anything negative. Don't even think negative. Project positivity and you will receive positivity. How have you kind of got over, like, have you at all, at any point, like, experienced any negative thoughts? And how did you kind of overcome that? Um, I think it's important to listen to listen to everything and mm-hmm. everyone and everyone's opinion. Right. Um, but I think, uh, yeah... Not not taking that too to heart because mm-hmm. every with every person you meet you have to take it with a grain of salt. Right. You have to. Right. It's not like you have to listen to that person dead on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense, right? right. So um, you just have to keep going. If you so it's like it's like uh, 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 Steve Jobs for example. Mm-hmm. People told him you're crazy, like all this stuff. He got fired from his own company. Yeah. The company the company went down after that. Oh right? yeah. Right. So. It's, it's about the founder and the drive, the original drive, why you started the company in the first place. It's about place. the person, not the business. It's about the person. And, and it's, it's very relevant. Every, every business, it's, it's always about the person. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's the, the drive and the positivity that they have. That's all it is. Positivity and networking, the key to success. Absolutely. So before we sign off here, if people want to learn more about Sleep Future and the bed you're designing, how can they do that? Yeah, so you can check me out at sleepfuture.com. It's, the domain is the business name as well. Uh, and Peaches Pro is my, my Instagram. You can check me out there. Uh, LinkedIn, Lucas Peachlo, P-I-C-C-I-O-L-O. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm around. I mean... Uh, You're around. You're on social. Everyone's on social media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you guys have, Wait, do you have a, a Sleep Future Instagram account as well? Or? We do. No. Haven't really promoted it, right? Yeah. We're just, it's really hard to do, again, we're, we're talking earlier about right. being the chief everything officer. Exactly, right? You have to do everything. You're a social media guy. <laughs> I really do, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you're watching, you know, hit me up. No. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's, especially with a physical product, I wanted to get the physical product as beautiful right. as possible. Uh, it's it's really hard. It's really yeah, really hard, sure. but it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot All of right. Fun. Well, thanks guys for joining us on another episode of TRM. Uh, expect to see another couple episodes within the next couple of weeks. I'm gonna keep posting uh, basically on the same pace that I've been doing so far. So guys, keep check out the Restless Millennial and keep hustling. Most importantly, see keep ya. hustling. Peace. Hey guys, if you liked that episode, like always, follow me on Instagram at TR Millennial, Facebook at TR Millennial, and subscribe on YouTube at The Restless Millennial. Well, I guess not really at The Restless Millennial, just subscribe on YouTube. And like I mentioned at the end of my last podcast, I'm taking suggestions on how I can make this podcast better for you guys. So if any one of you want to you know, comment on any one of my social media channels, let me know what I can do better and I'll see how I can make this podcast better for you guys. But most importantly, keep listening to The Restless Millennial and keep hustling.